Hi, pals, and welcome to the Disneyland Paris show. Here's your hosts, Lucy, Chris, and Hugh. Gosh. And now, Disneyland Paris news. Disneyland Paris remains closed as France enters a third national lockdown amid ICU surges. Boris Johnson is indeed holding a press conference tomorrow, Monday, the 5th of April, to, 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 to announce guidelines for, indeed, international travel. Disneyland Paris will celebrate its 29th anniversary online this year with virtual celebrations planned on the 12th of April. The new digital brochure, reported on by 37 Disney Street last week, has been updated and no longer features Cars, Motors, Action or Backlot. We shall be looking at this and gloating. I just knocked my microphone. Ding! It's always nice to be ahead of the curve, isn't it? I know, I know. Yeah, what was that about? An old map? You're playing it. I don't know. Do you know, I thought that... I I thought they must update it. Um, We'll get to that. We'll Mm. get to that. I thought thought it was a bit odd at the time. So how are you both? How's Easter? Excellent. Yeah, I would would agree with you. It's It's been a really nice... Um, long weekend. I've been on leave all last week as well, um, which means I've not been very productive when it comes to the uh, to the old uh, podcast and so a very long Disney weekend stuff. then. But yeah, uh, and it's been great. We've had sun, haven't we? We've had sun. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, we're allowed to go outside. Rule of six and sun. It's brilliant. It's, it's just been a really, really good week catching up with people we haven't seen for months. I've eaten an obnoxious amount of chocolate. Yeah, I've eaten, I've eaten so much chocolate that I just, I'm actually craving a fruit salad, which is not something I would normally ever crave. No, I've reprogrammed my palate to expect chocolate on a regular basis, which is a very dangerous situation to be in. Do you know how much chocolate I've had? None. I've had oh, I'm going to say that because you're looking so svelte. I know, look at me. I know. Look at me. Very gels. <laughs> Right, so Hugh, have we got anyone joining us today? In the We've comments? got a few people in the old chat there. Uh, Susie's popped ahead above the parapet, said hello. Hey, Susie. Hey, Susie. She's just about to start on a roller egg. Oh, nice. We've got nothing but Smarties eggs. Oh. Which is fine. Just Smarties eggs, as like far Smarties. as the eye can see. Smarties are the best. Well, I think they are. I love Smarties. Can't be a Smartie. No. A Smartie egg at Easter is uh, the way to go. Mm-hmm. Right, so let's... Let's get talking about this news then. Um, it doesn't get any cheerier as the weeks go on. No. In terms of when are we going to be able to go to Disneyland Paris again? Weren't we meant to be opening this weekend? Yeah, it would have been, wouldn't it? This, yeah, strange to think. I, I, was, um, I was supposed to be just getting back from there um, yesterday. No, were. Friday, I should have been coming back, shouldn't I? Mm, mm. Crazy. Mm. Um. <laughs> Mm. Sad. Mm. We've we've been through this, Hugh and I, three times now. Twice with Florida and once with Paris. When we know. should have been there and we're not. Yeah, I'm just numb to it now. Yeah. Everything, this, everything that's been cancelled right across the board is just yeah, Okay, that's fine. There's no sign of an opening date, and there's no sign of the travel bans lift, um, lifting. Which uh, I, if I look back at my attitude sort of six months ago not six maybe seven months ago that's genuinely shocking to me because mm. they were full steam ahead and rocking away and we thought everything was fixed and it was going to be all right and not so much so details on this curfew it started on saturday and it's going to run for four weeks and it's uh, there's a curfew from seven till six did i say curfew first time so the lockdown is for four weeks including schools Shops, restaurants, gyms, cinemas, all the usual. And they're also including a curfew from seven till six, which I'm interested. And they've done that before, haven't they? Had um, nighttime curfews on the continent. And from Tuesday, you'll also need a valid reason to travel further than 10 kilometres. Now, 
when Disneyland Paris were pushing back their opening, I thought this was the real reason is that people are allowed to cross province borders and so on and so forth. They've just not got an audience if people mm. can't travel. Um, on a different note, I kind of wish England would be that specific because they've said stay to your local area, haven't they? Mm. And the amount of conversations I've had about what's our local area, you know, but they're further than 10 kilometres, you need a specific reason. Yeah. Right. So Apparently we're having some problems with the video keep sticking. I can see it happening on my screen, actually. I'm not yeah, quite sure what that. it's about. Um, yeah. Everything I'm looking at says we've got a good connection, and the only way I can think to get over this is for me to stop streaming and start again. Um, do you want How me to bad do is that? It? <laughs> Uh, it is a bit sticky. It appears that my CPU is playing up, so just carry on talking and let me see if I can fix things myself because it must be to do with my computer um, and we'll see how mm. we get on, shall we? Okay. Shut yeah. everything else down. Well, so, we've got... That's what I'm thinking. Is this stuff running in the background somewhere? I bet I've got an update I gonna... running. I bet that's what I was... it is. I was going to say, I was going to say there's a bit of chat going on in the back, uh, but it's just about the, <laughs> the quality of the video. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, everybody. It's not good, is it? I'll keep talking. You yeah. tell me if you want to start again. I don't mind, but I'll just I'll fill the silence. Well, we won't start again, but what we might have to do is just uh, cut off for a few minutes and then come back again. But I've never seen it do this before, so it's a little bit bizarre to me. Okay. Mm. Hiccup. So, as Hugh slash Boris so eloquently put it, there's a press conference tomorrow to announce guidelines for international travel. Um, a lot of people didn't seem to know about this. I was talking about it online um, with Disney people who would tend to know. They've slipped it in. They've not done big announcements. Um, but if you read any of the articles around, you know, the, the passports at the trialing and stuff, it, it keeps saying further details will be given in a press conference on Monday regarding the guidelines for international tra tra travel. Now, like a lot of these um, announcements that have been given by told Boris, um, it gets leaked 24 to 48 hours beforehand on purpose so that the press is able to accurately report on it. So with the ear to the ground, what we expect is there's going to be, again, a traffic light system. They're, they're not known for the new ideas, are they, the government? There's another traffic light system. Um, Red and orange, red and amber will pretty much be what the restrictions that we've already got at the moment and green will be good to go. And countries will be given a traffic light according to whether you can go or not. Mm -hmm. We're not expecting to get lists of countries categorised tomorrow. We're expecting to get the traffic light system outlined and explained to us as if we're far. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'll just never forget kind of moving some of my Zoom classes around so that I could watch one of the big announcements. And the big announcement was, now this, this number three means it's it's very bad. And yeah. number four means it's it's very, very bad. <laughs> and you're like, oh good. <laughs> I'm glad I, I'm glad I rearranged my life to listen to that. Anyway, um and then they're also the trialing a vaccination passport not only for travel, but for big events. And they've got some uh, big trials coming up of that. They've got like um, Liverpool nightclubs signed up for it. and But they're going to do really controlled experiments with track and trace with very isolated groups and see if yeah. it works. But what surprised me was it's going to include vaccination evidence, both one and two vaccines, and people who've had a positive, um, negative test in the last 72 hours and people who've got antibodies from an antibody test. So I just thought it would be vaccination or nothing. You've got to be doubly vaccinated or you can't yeah. do any of these things. Um, and I know, I do understand there was big issues with medical discrimination to do with that. But now it seems like there's several different routes to get in a, a pass, which could work in everyone's favour. Because a lot of it's travel to like end of August, will they, if it was two vaccines? No, true, true. Um, right. How are we doing? Well, I, I'm just vamping and you two are having I know, your no, personal you're, you're crises. You're talking very well. I know. We're, we're I, I just tend to, to body who can't sleep. So, yeah, we've got Nanny McPhee on this side and then Tech um, te you know, is on that side. Can I be honest and just say that um, something crazy is going on here at my end? So is I it? think it could be quite a good idea 
for me to uh, to stop this stream right now. I'm sorry, yeah. people are watching, but for for me to just like I don't know, turn it off and on again. Well, um, thank you to those of you who stuck by and stayed put. It's massively appreciated. Um, and let's... you can see my new uh, cup that Lucy got me for my birthday. Oh, yes. I was going to wear my Mike Wazowski top, but it's green, so when I go with the green screen, and uh, I... you would have just been a big eye, wouldn't you? Yeah, I had my, I had my uh, Monsters University cap on, but because my hair's getting preposterous, it, it looks terrible, so I took it back <laughs> off. So it's just this. But it's not green. That's why I got it. Look what happens when you press the top. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. it's not working. That's funny. It's kind of press half working. She has pressed it. Oh. Your kettle boiling. Uh, do you know what I could have pressed then? I could have done this. There we go. Well, it's kind of a tiki cup. Uh, it's double black current. <laughs> nice. Double black current. There we go. Right, Andrew right, says he can Chris... hear us. And we're cooking on gas according to Mark Chester. Thank goodness for that. Fabulous. Right. Cheers, Let's everybody. get back to it then. Chris, I'm going to ruin your day because after you've dealt with all those technical things, I want you to show an image now. Is that okay? I can do that. Fab. Hey, hey, hey. He's there. And because we can't it. see what you can see, we've brought it up down here, so me and yes. you can look at it. We can see. People okay. keep forgetting. I've got it right here. Okay, but I don't want to spend the thing like that. Too much it's a world of t- technical so, hiccups, this show. <laughs> it is the 29th anniversary of Disneyland Paris next Monday. And as we all know, 29th, big, big year, big that year. one. <laughs> <laughs> but the park is closed. Mm. So they're having an online um, virtual celebration. I actually couldn't find many official details about it, but from what I gather, there's people like Natasha Rafalski and, and uh, park ambassadors and stuff who are going to give um, just talks on renovations and what to expect moving forward and, and what they've been doing while they're closed. The usual thing. It's going to be um, huge. I don't know if I, I don't think I'm going to tune into it because that would be my first day back at work and there's quite a lot going on that day. I also found in the past, um, and I understand why, but anything that Disney produces like that is very (laughs) self-serving. And I don't actually find it interesting because they're only going to tell you what you already know in a rather, you know, just not humble way do you understand what i'm saying yeah they, they've given us quite a bit of access recently anyway with various mm. different things so we, we, we kind of know what's going on which is yeah quite good it's, so it's nice to celebrate it and we've got the logo up for you so i just wanted you to know you to well i wanted you to give a commentary really because he's been um dissecting a lot of logos this weekend <laughs> oh yeah and, uh, wanted to see what you thought of this one. yeah i saw a, a pub a local bar and grill has shared like about six logo designs that a designer had done for them. And they said, we love them all, but which, which, you know, can you help us choose which one, you know, is, is the favorite. And they were all awful. And it was like, I couldn't even decide which one I hated the least because I hated just enough about all of them. So I'm, I'm in, I'm in the mode. I think everyone knows, but Hugh is a graphic designer. He's not just a professional hater or anything. He's <laughs> not just a pedant. But yeah, I, <laughs> My first thought was it was a flame and it was on fire. <laughs> yeah, if if, oh, if, yeah. Listen, if listeners want to see this, this is celebrating 29 years of dreams, isn't it? Yeah. Search yeah. for that. Um, it's the Disneyland Paris 29th year. Yeah. Logo. So it's kind of like an, an Olympic style 29. It does look like uh, the year that DLP burned. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> and the fact that it's they usually go for very magic things. I think yeah. it's trying to be gold, but it's actually coming coming across diarrhea brown i quite like it what i don't like is uh this this mottled um textured background it's on mm. yeah but um i don't I, do you know what i don't mind it it's a little confused the way that the castle's just popped in the middle it's, it's not I, behind I think it's, and it's not in front it's kind of at the, yeah. at the bottom it's behind the number and at the top do you know what of it. it's weird I, i'm okay with it oh yeah yeah that's if, if you're okay with it i'm okay it's perfectly it. competent but I just, because I, they usually do such in your face, like blah, 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 colour, 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 magic, magic, magic. 
Yeah, it's it's Opulence. a bit it's a bit this is very it's a bit square mm. in the metaphorical sense. It's very understated as well, and I wonder if that's deliberate given the year. Mm. <laughs> you mm. know. I think Susie's like... hit the nail on the head in the chat, to be honest with you. It reminds me of a vintage question of sport logo. <laughs> yeah, that's what I yeah. meant. Like, when I said Olympics, it's got that kind yeah. of like 1970s Sports, uh, sort of. There's a, there's a font, there's a typeface called um, Mexico or something, and it's, it's mm. all like soft, stripy sport 70s fonts. Right. One more um, picture then. This will be a quick one, Chris. And my <laughs> it's notes. The chicken laying say... an egg again. Show the map and gloat. That's all my notes say here. <laughs> so, yeah, this chicken laying an egg, very Easter themed. Um, we talked about it last week. It was strange. Cars, motors, action, backlot was on there. I said, this can't be. It's a digital brochure. They're probably going to edit it at a later date. Days later, three days later, they edited it. I like to think it's because they listen to our podcast. I doubt it. But it makes me think, was that a mistake? I mean, is the is the proofreading that poor? You know that like three days after issuing it, they can go, oh, oh we didn't delete this ride, this attraction. It's very strange. It is, isn't it? It's weird, isn't it? So for those but at least we alerted them to it, eh? Yeah, <laughs> the, the, I think they forget how, uh, you know, microcosmic the internet dissection of these things are. For those who missed us last week, they'd basically had this identical map in their brochure, but they'd left Cars, Motors, Action, big sign on, and they'd left the back lot sign on, both of which have shut. And Route 66, uh, was cars were still called Route 66 as well. Now, what is it on here? Is it just road trip? Yeah, just road trip. Well done. I mm. haven't even spotted that. Oh, Chris. I did. Good work. I'm canny, mate. Good work. <laughs> Good work. Right then, let's have a little break from uh, from the news for a second because I believe we've got a, a Bob question. We do have a Bob question, yes. Hey. Um, oh, you took me by surprise a little there. Okay, yes. I have a Bob question. Bob messaged earlier in the in the chat to say he didn't think he was going to make it today. Well, all these mist is us messing stuff up, really. So uh, it's not that bad. But he's here in spirit, and here he is right now. I apologise if this is a question that we've already had, but I don't think it is. How pleasant, Bobby. Hi, everybody. It's Bob. What disguise does Robin Hood wear when he appears at the archery contest? Bob. I don't know. I do. I do that too. Was, I think we talked before, that was one of my favourite films as a kid. And mine. <laughs> yes. Well, we'll find that out we will. later, won't we? We will. We right. Will. We've, before we get on to our... Rather than have a big discussion and an and finally, we've pretty much got two medium discussions. Mark Chester just answered it, so. Uh, <laughs> we've pretty well much Mark. got two medium... Well, that's what he's meant to do. Well done, Mark Chester. Two medium discussions today. So the first one is um, we've got hold of, courtesy of uh, DLP report on Twitter, follow them, the fab, um, some aerial photos of construction and stu- such. So I just thought we'd have a look, mm. have a little dissection and a little chat through them. Cool. And then our second um, discussion is uh, is going to be, oh, the trials of a, an adult Disney fan. We'll get on to that. But first... Right, my beautiful assistant, picture number one. Please. Oh, you're going back to photos again. What, what, what? Picture, I'm, I, I'm trusting that I've put these the right way around, so this is where things are going to get difficult. You might have to make me move around a bit because I didn't know what order to put them in. Well, I did, but I, I think they might be in reverse order. So you tell me. Okay, uh, it's car park first. No, no, we, we can make it work, can't we? That's okay, all right. Make it work. You can just see all the pictures. There you go, car park first. There you go. All Here's right. Car park. Sorry, we were distracted. We had a little rabbit just peeing right. at the door again. Ooh. So, I mean, this is not a magical photo, but it, it this is how far they've got with the sun canopies. Um, I was now for a bit of wayfinding. We're actually looking at it from the back of the car park, mm-hmm. and that sort of semicircle towards the top of the photograph is the car park for Hotel New York. And okay. then you've got the train station on the right. So they've actually started at the back of the car park, which surprised me. Um, and the priority parking, which is for infinity pass holders and rich people, um, hasn't been done. Now, I thought they would sort of do it the other way, you know, so that as as guests started to come, it was um, it was a 
a privilege to have it, mm. but also it means that there won't be closing the privileged par- privilege parking when the park does open because that'll already be done. But I'm wrong. But there you go. I think it is a thing of beauty. Look at it. I think that's good. It's I am a... going to be so glad to not be getting in a hot car. Yeah. Particularly when you have to go straight to Calais afterwards because mm-hmm. it's suffocating. Is it going to be weird and dingy though? No. Is it all going to feel like enclosed and miserable? Only for 30 seconds until you get to the walkways and then you can hear them Look, playing. I want to enjoy my car park experience. <laughs> God, that's a feverish. Let's just take a moment to appreciate the Disneyland Paris car park experience. You know when you, you're getting out and you're like, right, has she got sun cream on? Have you got sun cream on? Does anyone else want sun cream? Right, have we got that? You remember this, we've got that. And then you're halfway to the park and you realise that you've forgotten your battery pack. It takes you ages to get out of that car. It does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And it's always dead fraught as well. It's like and there's always one more happen. thing you've got to run back for, and it's usually uh, some sandals or something. Well, with me last time, it was... Um... It was the pin badge lanyard that, that you guys got, Lucas. Mm. And when I went back for it, I couldn't find it. So I resolved that I must have left it at home and not brought it with me. And then when we got in the car to go home, I found it straight away. Yeah. Uh, always the way. But Rubbish. Yeah. Right. It's, um, uh, Andrew Palmer says, seeing that car back makes me want to take the train. <laughs> w- valid point. Yeah. Valid point, yeah. I think. But I always prefer to take the train, if I'm honest. Um, right, the castle from above, Christoph. Castle from above. Okay, yes. With, with now, its almost we, finished facade. It's almost finished facade. What we've got, this is not the angle it's meant to be viewed from. I know we're going to get some some hating. <laughs> it's but it is, of it. <laughs> we're kind of floating very high above Snow White's, the Snow White ride here. Um, so you're looking at the annual pass office is that, sorry, I've got hiccups, that big green circle <laughs> behind. And the castle stage, there's actually vehicles parked all around. Now, I don't know if this is planned construction or if the fact that the park's closed has just meant they can spread themselves out a bit. So, mm. the you know, they've parked all the construction videos near the castle stage. Um, vehicles. What did I say? Videos. Don't matter. Carry on. <laughs> that was silly of me. Um, now they haven't done any castle shapes on the side. So what do you think to that? Because that's a very popular photo spot down the side there. Um, I mean, it's not going to be a popular photo spot whilst that's up, is it? So (laughs) does it really matter? Do you know how long this is? Yeah, all year, I think. I know. Oh, it's it's not open though, Hugh, is it? No, it's not open. (laughs) Not not yet. In 2021, you're only going to get your diehard fans going anyway. I think a lot of people have resigned to 2022. We're going to get a crush. Yeah. 2020, yeah, so maybe wait till 23. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, what are your thoughts on what you're seeing? I mean, it looks well, like a box, doesn't it? It is what it is, yeah. It's just a, a covering over scaffolding. Mm. It it's, looks like they've wrapped it up in a in a parcel. What else can they do? Mm. So it looks like it's extensive construction, which we knew it would be, um, but it doesn't look like Auberge de Salendrion, which I can't say is involved in it. Although, can we tell if the um, cloisters are? I think the cloisters might be wrapped up as well. Can you see? Looks like it. Interesting. Mm. Right. Photograph number three. So we're on to the studios now. Okay, one second. Uh, is it this big, long distance view? Of yeah. Well, we could show yeah. the distance one just for... This is the photograph that we're going to show close-ups of in a moment. So this is the entirety of the studios. And you also get a moment to see how close it is to the back of Frontierland, because can you see Frontierland in the foreground? Mm. So that's how close the two parks are. Sometimes people think they're miles away because on maps it does, they make it look like that. Um, But I've done two other photos where I've kind of closed in on some things. Yes, they're right at the end, so I'm going to have to go past these bits. Don't worry, don't panic. Yes, so here's one with some yellow, blue and red on it. Right, we'll take that one first. So the red circle in the middle is where they have... um, 
destroyed. The rain of fire set. How ah. could they? I used to love the rain of fire set. What are you doing here? <laughs> that's what he says. What are you doing here? So the, that's been raised to the ground and mm. that is making way for the new avenue that goes out to the lake. I'm getting flutters just saying it. That's so exciting. And then in the background, you can see the Cars Motors Action. The blue circle is the Cars Motors Action yeah. um, set. Now, I've just shown that to see that the Cars Motors Action set is still up, but I can't tell if it's green because it had been painted green for the jungle thing that never happened. But, that, but then, that's the stand though, isn't it? What it is, but you can, clearly. I've kind of drawn over the actual set. You can see the set. Yeah. Okay. Where the blue lines are. Uh-huh. Um, the yellow circle is the new Route 66, Ooh. kind of going round. Now, it's right on the edge of the photo. You can just see uh, Catastrophe Canyon right in the bottom corner, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then that's sort of going round. So that is a brand new attraction that <gasps> we get kind to experience of. next time we go. Yeah. How exciting. exciting. Yeah, right, I hope the it's other... got Jeremy Irons in it. <laughs> That's what we all want. Right, the other other one, the last photo, Chris, yes. you'll be glad to know. <laughs> I'm good, right. you're all right. <laughs> so this is as good a shot as I could get of um, Avengers Campus. So the yellow thing in the background, I really just pointed out to people knew what it was. That's the actual show building for Rock and Roller Coaster mm-hmm. slash... Oh, actually, is it? Now I've done it, I think that might be an office building at the back. It does look yeah. like an office building to me. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no, where the blue is, is the show building at the back. The show building's always kind of a block. But the blues, the royal blue circle is the what will be the front of the Stark building. So they've now put a curved facade on the front. What used to just be like almost a clip art of a guitar for your rock and roller coaster Mm. um, is now being fully moulded and formed. Um, I believe that the turquoise circle, the white box at the top, um, there never used to be anything that tall there. I think that that's the new show building for the Spider-Man attraction web slingers and then your green circle is what used to be restaurant de stars but it's been converted into pim uh test kitchen oh very good i'd love to see it from the other side unfortunately i don't have photos of that this week and then you've got loads of dug up ground Mm -hmm. so stuff's happening yay it's good you two look bored It's just buildings, okay. isn't it? Okay. Buildings from I'll, a drone. I'll geek out on my own time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Any any chat on that? Does anyone else find it interesting in your world? Uh, Mark Chester was just saying that the hippie in me loves it. Is he talking the about park, the, the... Yeah, the, the, the uh, solar-powered uh, car park. Hannah's mm-hmm. a son, swim, the dolphin, uh, swim with dolphins and hug some trees, he says. Yeah. Right. I got very sore lips. I'm afraid. All the sun's <laughs> not good for me. I'd forgotten about this Pim Test Pim Test Kitchen restaurant. Mm. And I'm even less enthusiastic about it than I think I was before. Really? Mm. I think it's a good idea. It just, I mean, it does. It it doesn't sound like a classic that's going to last for decades, does it? You know, you, I, I can't imagine going. Oh, we must go to Pim. Pim what well, Pims? <laughs> and get a big ball of pin particles. Um, do you do on, you Chris. feel um, do you feel optimistic about the direction that studios is going in? When we get Star Wars, when you get, I, when I we just, get Star Wars, when we get the, when we get the lake, I think I'll be up, the avenue and the lake, and no matter what goes around it, I feel optimistic about that. I think yeah, I think yeah, they've, uh, the Avengers like campus area is going to be. Um, is it called Avengers Campus? I, just yeah. I don't think yeah. they've announced that. Have they announced that? Because that's what it's called in California. Yeah, but I, I, I thought that was the whole point, that, that they're, they're interconnected, aren't they? Like through yeah. live feeds and stuff. I think it is Avengers Campus. Right. Um, yeah, I think I think the Avengers Campus thing is quite exciting, but we're still talking about a rethemed roller coaster that already exists, a rethemed restaurant that already exists, and and then the casting is a, re- a rethemed 
mm. very dated tram tour that that's been rethemed, and I, it feels like there's some great ideas coming. We know the lakes coming. We know the frozen stuffs coming. Um, we know that Star Wars is coming as well. And and when all that's there, fantastic. That'll be that'll be brilliant. A load of new stuff, even if it is just stuff that's already already exists elsewhere that's been brought in. But it doesn't feel like we're, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. It doesn't feel... I'm not excited about it particularly yet. Right. I am excited and about, and it's mainly because we know nothing about it, there was talk of having a Doctor Strange... Oh, yeah. I can't remember the word, is it? Like Mystic Garden area yeah. kind of thing. So I'm hoping for an outdoor, foliage-driven walkthrough, which I've been, and, it, and it looked like it was going to have sort of templish things... I'd be all about that because I've always said the walkthroughs are my favourites, something to do, something to see, somewhere to be. And the worst thing about the studios was the total lack of plant life. And that's why it was so amazing when they added um, Toy Story Land because they really did fill up the backyard with loads of foliage. And that's why that's the nicest place to be. And the problem with the left-hand side is it's just concrete. Now... The Avengers campus, by its very nature, has to be kind of urban and concrete and things. But I'm hoping that they'll find a way of just making it a little bit more glamorous and a little bit more earthy. Softer. Softer, yeah. I know whatever comes in is going to be good, so don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm mm. not I don't feel like oh it's gonna be it's gonna be rubbish like it is at the moment. But I I just kind of I don't know, I, I'm I've got an, uh, there's an air of trepidation as far as I'm concerned. I, I'm, yeah. You know. Andrew Palmer says, uh, why build phase three MCU when phase four is starting? Very good point. Uh, Matt Chester's looking, for, looking forward to cars um, and uh, is enjoying you geeking out. Thank <laughs> you. Go. <laughs> oh, good. Somebody's got to. Somebody's got to. Um, it's a very good point about the phase four because we do know the next selection of films and it would and with the time frame of this it would be possible for them to open up as is it shang shang chi is mm -hmm. that yeah as shang chi opened up they could open at the same time with with shang chi elements mm. there and it would be so current and and now but then we at have at least some shang chi snacks well <laughs> let's fingers crossed and not just um like shaped shortbread, <laughs> shang chi snacks, or a crop monsieur with a print on it. Yeah, um, and some Nutella drizzled on top. <laughs> <laughs> but they did make that mistake with uh, the Star Wars, didn't they? Going entirely prequels because that's when development was on, and then mm -hmm. that already seems dated, and that's only eighteen months later. So maybe mm -hmm. it's not a good idea. Okay. Hmm. We all know what a big franchise Ant-Man and the Wasp was <laughs> of all the Marvel films. It's a good one to home in on. Well done, Paris. Right. The Trials of an Adult Disney Fan. Now then, this kind of... You started this on a car journey, Hugh, so I'm going to let you sort of explain oh. why we're discussing this. This is the kind of thing I'm talking about, and I want to hear from you, people in the <laughs> chat, like what, what experiences you've had. Um, I have this thing at work where... Um, I don't like to talk about going to Disney because everyone at work's kind of makes it awkward and they keep doing these like gotcha moments where I mention, oh, uh, you know, I've got a week off coming up or a couple of weeks and then, you know, someone says, oh, are you going anywhere? And before I can even answer, some jerk will go, huh, where do you think he's going? And I'm just so tired of it. And the more they do that, the more I hide it. And then they are kind of doing a gotcha. You know, they'll, they'll say, oh, uh, you got those two weeks off what you're doing you know they say in a knowing way and i i don't i don't get why it's you know something worth making fun of um you know i want to say to them look we're dvc members now get used to it we're going to be going a lot so mm. you, you might as well mm. stop talking about it it's boring um i also it's very cross i don't I, I just don't like in general i don't like talking about it at work like when i come back from there and they, they always say How, how's the holiday i just go it's magical and i just I don't want to talk about it. And this is something Mercedes from um, Jack Disney has also said. I've mentioned this a couple of times before that she just she just doesn't want to get into it. It's almost like there's too much to get into. And for someone who doesn't go, it's like, well, if you're not going, I can't explain to you, you know, either you get it or you don't. And just, just leave people 
you know, and if you want to go to your boring holidays and sit by a swimming pool in a concrete square and take pictures of your hot dog legs and go, oh, not a bad view for a Monday. And I think, well, that looks awful if that's me. <laughs> you know, if that's your preference, then that's fine. But, you know, I, I'm not going to tease you about it. Anyway, I get teased. I find people, you only get this for people who've never been, like never been. And I think that people who've been as children or, you know, or been at all recently, they, even if they've only been once or twice in their lives, they do get it. They're like, yeah. like, so people just don't get it. I remember actually, Chris, talking to Laura um, mm. probably a couple of years before you two went, well, you went for the first time, but Laura went back and we were going. And um, it just a face went, oh, I went with my parents when I was so, so aged and I went with school when I was so, so aged. It's just, I'd love to go back. In fact, I'm going to tell Chris we need to go. But I could just see a face transform as she remembered it. Yeah. Because people who go, they know. Hmm. They know what it's about. But it's these people who don't go. I remember that as well. And I remember sat there thinking, jeez, God, they're going about Disney. Jeez, I just... Don't get it at all. <laughs> we we, we yeah. had it from a, a friend. We, we, we bought him a, a Disney-themed costume for the new baby, and uh, they're now coming with us, so yes. we've converted <laughs> them. But at the time, we gave them this Donald Duck little like, cute oh. onesie, and uh, it was Brookie. And, and uh, his first comment was, you two are obsessed. You know, he wasn't having a go at us, but... Um, no, he loves, a, he loves a little comical put. We've now indoctrinated him, so he's, he's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't found particularly problems like this myself. And I guess my, my work's very international anyway. And a lot of my young parents, so when I talk about going to Disney, they're like, oh, I want to go. I really want to go. I've always heard it's great. And mm. um, oh, I really want to take my kids and things. And so I've kind of become this go-to person. If anyone wants to talk about Disney, they come and ask me. And you know what? I don't want to talk to them about it. I mean, I don't mind <laughs> a little bit, but I don't... I don't... <laughs> I, I can't even explain because I, I I love talking about Disney. I, I do it yeah. twice a week actually. Like I do it now, <laughs> yeah. and then straight after now I do it again. We do it again, and and I, and I love it, and, and I genuinely do. And you know, I've got this obsession with books as well. And that's probably the only place that I get any kind of pushback. Is Laura the other day said to me, "When are you going to read all these books? When are you going to find yeah. time to read all these books?" And I said, "Well, they're, they're reference books. I can." I'll look at them when I want to. Mm. You've got too many books. This is obsessive. But but that's it. But then I, I've always been a bit of a a strange person, I guess, in that. Well, that's that's what Matt Chester says. Everyone already uh, I know already considers me a tad strange, so mm. nothing I do tends to surprise. I don't give a flying faff what people think. Stick with like-minded people. Yes, mm. that, that, uh. that's it for me. I, I, I think that's exactly it for me. I because I've, I know, I know you guys have as well. But because I've done amateur dramatics all my life, because in work I've talked about that, and I've got them to come and see me in shows, and they haven't necessarily wanted to come and see me, but when they have, they've been pleasantly surprised on the whole. And then that's led to, oh, when are you going again? Oh, when are you doing this? And when I was try- touting around the fact that I was doing a snooker podcast five years ago, and nobody, I don't know if you know this, right? People don't like snooker, and the people that do like snooker don't want to listen to people talk about snooker on a podcast so really bad idea if you're ever thinking of doing a snooker podcast just don't do it um but even then they were they were behind me and supportive and so mm. you know the, yeah. the fact that i went to oh. disney everyone was supportive of the fact that i was going and they were like you've got to go you should go anyone who's ever been to, just says yeah you need to go you need to go People I know aren't very supportive in general, are they? <laughs> no. A lot of them are, but you like... You also, you're a bit of an anomaly I'd in say, your group of friends because, mm. like, you don't necessarily have the Amdram friends and the, you know... Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's the worst one I've had, though, is I got a private message from a friend saying... And this was apropos of nothing. I, I, don't, I don't think I'd said anything. I think she'd just been thinking about it. She just sent me a message saying um, something like, Promise me you won't. Uh, you'll take Bonnie to other places and not just Disney. And I thought, how dare you? How dare you? Yeah. So first of all, I set her straight and I said, we've taken her all, 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 all sorts of countries, all sorts of places, you know. Mm. Um, so I set her straight and I also kind of hinted, like, what's it? You know, what's it going to do with you? Was it your mum? <laughs> it was a. It was a younger, childless woman who just didn't. She just. She doesn't get Disney at all, and she thinks it's like embarrassing. Um, and, you know, I think she just thought, you know, it was almost abuse that we were just taking Bonnie to this 
really happy place where we all have a, a really nice time. <laughs> yeah, that, could it's you? baffling. And the, the nerve of someone to to private message someone and say that, like I'm going to go, hmm, that's an interesting point. Actually, I'll think about that. Get stuffed. I have become very <laughs> conscious of the fact that I buy Disney things for people a lot now. That, yes. That's something that that I, I, I try to steer away from when I can. Obviously, not on your fortieth birthday, Hugh. But, but in general, not I, I try and steer away from it a little bit if I can. But oh, there it is. Um, but yeah, I, it's just become a bit of a thing now. Um, yeah, it's an obsession. I'm trying to find um, the Facebook post because Susie put a reply on that we're going to read out now. I can't find anything. I don't know if you are able. Um, here's a few. Thing I put on I've one got, of the. I've got it here if you want. Yeah, go on. You read out. Here's some. Here's some of the questions she's been asked. Uh, some of the statements she's had. But you've already been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you do not go once to a Disney park. You do not go once. What are you no. talking about? Um, don't you want to see somewhere else similar? Well, you know, you can do both. <laughs> yeah, um, there's lots of Disney hands as well. <laughs> this was before she had dots. Uh, you don't even have children. It's not. A, it's not a children's playground. Uh, it's restaurants and you know park type places, and it's just it's, it, don't get it. She'll be too young to remember. Um. So so what? No, no. I've I've, I've approached this. I've approached this because we took Bonnie when she was two, and I remember every moment of that trip, and I remember her face. I remember her reaction. Yes. I remember the joy, and at the end of the day. That those are memories for me. She had an amazing time, and no, she won't What's remember. What's the alternative? It, but I will remember. What's the alternative? You don't take them anywhere until they're about seven or eight. Yeah, Stick and they're in just the box. you're just having these little grey-coloured children who just don't have any life experience, and then, then finally they get to go somewhere interesting. Uh, the final one was uh, she says, "This is the best one." Me, I'm going on holiday to Florida. Smiling, hairdresser client. Why? Me to see Mickey. Smiles again. Client, who? Yeah. Right, I, I've just, I've got a few. I asked on one of the forums. I said, "What, what are the annoying things that your non-Disney friends say to you?" And I'm just going to rattle off some off now. Didn't you already see everything? Um, like yeah. you only need to see like, like you can only go somewhere once. Pirates of the Caribbean tick, and I will say to that, I we've got friends who go on the same beach holiday every year. We've got friends who've got holiday. Sister-in-law's got a holiday home in um, southern Italy and it's desert land with a little farm hut in the middle of it and she goes and sits in that farm hut for two weeks a year and you think, and you you mock me for going to Disney every year? No, 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 no. My granddad Um, always used to say to me, like he was passionate about classical music and he always used to say to me, you know, you listen to a piece of music and and you might like it, you might not, you listen to it another time you hear the French horn in the background that you didn't notice the first time, mm. then you hear the violin, um, and then you hear the piano line. And and that's, <laughs> that's a piece of music. You go to Disneyland, and even just going Pirates of the Caribbean, how many different things are you going to see every single oh. time you go on it? You oh, know? yeah, I still see How many times have we ridden that and I still see it? Small world. Mm. And, and, you know, even if you don't see new things, you, you appreciate things differently, and it just... Every time we've been has been completely different has a completely yeah. different uh, feel into it it's a different trip has a personality different time of year you know different foods restaurants experiences it's, it's you know it's crazy um, just to think that it's exactly the same every time you go i like this one someone um when they said that they were going to disneyland for a third time that year the a co-worker said oh well i guess everyone needs a hobby and I'm like, yes, I quite like that comment. Yes, I do. This is my hobby. This is my hobby and my passion. And that to me, Disney. though, to be fair, that. sounds a bit like they were just being a bit tongue-in-cheek. Oh, mm. well, we all need a hobby. And <laughs> um, what do you do there? I've had that one as well. Yeah, but this is just... Like these people haven't been in the lucky you. Sit around the pool and take pictures of my feet. Exactly. No, you, exactly. Your hot dog legs. Oh. But um, I mean, um, what, what was that? What do you do there? What do you do what there? What do you do there? Uh, I mean, there's just people who don't know because, like, there's all these misconceptions. Like, people think that they go, the food is just, just burgers, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, well, I mean, you know, uh, to, I'm not to, really into to, to a lesser ex, uh, extent in Paris, but Florida is the food is the number one reason I go. People go, really? And I go, some of the best meals I've ever had in my life 
have been in Disney parks. It, it, so it, it's, it's true, though. People who don't know, you know, we've got we've got to kind of uh, cut them a little bit of slack, I think, because yeah, but personally, also, I, I didn't. I I booked it because Laura, yeah, but... Laura was passionate about it and said we really ought to take the kids. They'll love it. Um, I got a, a new job and I had enough money to book, so I thought, right, sod it, I'm going to do this. And I thought it's one time. Well, I'll probably never want to go again. I'm going to enjoy it because the kids will enjoy it, but it's not my And then you texted us in tears. Yeah. <laughs> not in tears. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just thinking, well, I've been to I've been to Lightwater Valley, you know. I've been, I'm, I know what a theme park is. It's You've been to Sundown Festival and you gave, you gave me the pencil to prove it. Yeah, but it's uh, not. It's not the same. It's just no. Sundown Adventureland. A bit thing is, Chris, the difference with you is you wouldn't speak to someone who has been like they were a moron, which is yeah. what I seem to get. Like, well, are you going there again? You oh, we'll just... There's, there's some really, really good comments on here, but they do, they do all wrap up to the same thing. They're on, oh, this is another one. How do you afford it? That's kind now, of accusational. I, this, I don't like that. I get, A, none of your business, really. But <laughs> B, I personally, I pay for most of the Disney things um, in the family and I have got quite, not got the biggest income, but it is the absolute priority for me financially over anything else is and i have a disney account and i put money in it every month now i could say to people you could afford that amount of money too do you want to probably not they've got nicer cars than me they've got a new sofa they've had the curtains done you know what i mean how does anyone afford anything exactly (laughs) exactly i work and i've got money and i put it aside and it it just really gets my goat when people say that because i've had clients say it like they resent paying me because I go to Disney, you know, and that's not even good. if it's yeah. said in Until a nice their kids way. Working as a dancer in, exactly. in Disneyland, I've, exactly. come on. <laughs> I've had to, even when it's said in a nice way, like once my boss was asking uh, me to do a bit of overtime, and he said something like, um, "You know, might be able to get yourself a couple of um, uh, pineapple whips or something." He said something like that, and you know, it's like, I mean, that was nice, but it kind of makes me squirm a bit. I don't. I don't like my holidays being sort of analysed and discussed like that in terms of like the the, the minutiae of the what I'm you know what I'm buying to eat there mm. from you know anyone someone at work. No, just I'm, just let I just I just let me enjoy my holiday without you getting in my face, mate. And all just of you wrap this <laughs> I'm up. I'm cross now. I will just wrap this up with, and I thought it was very interesting reading down these comments because some people left really quite paragraph comments to me about this and um, but also the discussion that we've had is how you deal with it because mm. there's some quite a lot of people say not very well i just tell them i'm going to france i don't oh, tell them it. i'm going yeah. to disneyland paris yeah. and a lot of people say sometimes i just skulk off and don't tell anyone where i'm going because a lot of people go on solo trips loads of people saying that denial you know it annoys them they don't talk about it they don't like it Chris, you've kind of said all the people you talk to are just very, they're fine with it. And well, head on, yeah. Was, I mean, yeah. look at look at my mum and dad. I never thought in a million years that they'd like it. And I approached it quite cautiously when I started talking about the fact that we were going the first time and when I talked to them about how much I enjoyed it the first time. But it was enough, my enthusiasm was enough for them to go, I want to try that and see what it's yeah. like. I think you it know? kicks in when you go your third time, people start to go, oh, you're going there again. Third time in a year in our case. Um, they, but I, I deal with it. Hugh's very defensive, but I will do, and I think Chris is probably the same as me. When people are like that with me, I can go either way and I will just look them in the eye and say, it's absolutely magical. And I am never happier than when I am on main street. I was saying it to my mum today. I was just saying, I just want to walk towards a Disney castle. And I'd say, I know, I know what you're saying, what you're thinking, but once you've been there, it's not what you think it is. It is genuinely, genuinely magical. And at that point, they'll go, ah. Oh. And inwardly, they might be being cynical. But I think, and I've also, I've convinced a lot of people to go. I've convinced you, and I mean that Laura you convinced did, no, you, you did, to go. No, but, no you, you entirely you know. did. I, I, I would challenge anybody to go there, to Paris or wherever, for the first time, and above any time, really, I, I reckon, but the, certainly the first time. And not get to the end of your holiday and feel absolutely gutted that you've got to go home mm. because there's, there's just there's so much to do. It's just it is just a holiday. <laughs> it's a holiday, but it's just it's like it's it, a holiday. <laughs> it's all. Awesome. I was thinking about this today with Florida, and then we do have to wrap the show up. But um, we we went to Paris 
several times <laughs> let's just say several times I don't know how many and then I made the jump to Florida and Hugh had been a little bit hesitant about the jump to Florida it felt like Paris was our park it was a bit of a big thing but it was really happy and excited about it but I knew it was me pushing that and then I remember sit, standing at the bus stop to get the shuttle bus back to the hotel on I think our penultimate night of 14 nights it's like our 12th night and Hugh, without any prompting to me, was just like, when do you think we'll come back then? Should we come next April or should we push it back to May? And I remember that differently. Like, I thought oh, I was well. stood by the sink. Oh, no. Oh, well, that was... <laughs> no, when we got back, we booked it. But I mean, when we were in Florida, and it wasn't a, sh shall we come back, if we come back? You know, it was kind of, next time we come, we're going to do this. And he, he was saying what hotels it's set and I, I just remember being still in florida and hugh and you're like calm down mate was mentally booking our <laughs> next holiday cool, and also yeah. we said after 12 uh, that same conversation after 12 nights i could stay for another 12 mm. gutted to go home and it would be the same exactly the same in paris this isn't a florida thing this is a disney thing it's magical. Um, Matt Chester sums it up by saying, not many podcasts about sunny sunshine around the pool holidays. No. No. Um, Andrew Palmer says, we bought our daughter a Rapunzel dress when we went and people couldn't believe what it cost. Oh, but it was valid a point. Yeah, it's valid though. But it was it's a dress, valid. a birthday present, a souvenir and a memory and we will keep it longer. Yes. Yeah, uh, Matt Chester as, as well, even as a stroppy teenager, our son still smiles when DLP is mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's the other thing. As the kids get older, um, it, 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 I don't want to say it keeps some children in some kind of weird Freudian kind of, but it, it keeps families together. I've heard loads of people say that. 19-year-olds coming back to uni just so they can, coming back from uni just so they can go on a family Disney holiday. It's kind of what you want, isn't it? Yeah, and then their experiences, they'll take to their families when they get older as well, and they'll want to go and do it again and experience mm. that. So, yeah. So let's just feel the Disney love. Everyone, I mean, we're preaching to the choir here, aren't we? It's just, I kind of feel like I need to get it off my chest. Like, this <laughs> is legitimately why. Right. Okay, so it's time to wrap up, boys. Do you want Bob's answer? Business? Oh, we do want Bob's answer. Let's have Bob's answer really quickly then. Here you go. When Robin appears at the archery tournament, he's dressed as a stork. Bob sang well on 37 Disney Street. I'm not in the chat, did... No, Mark I got Chester it wrong. got it wrong. He said Rooster. He was <laughs> oh, but, but here's he? the thing. I would have gone with Rooster because I would seem you? to recall a Rooster, but that's the uh, the guys singing, the minstrel, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, Alan Adale. Alan Adale. Mm, no, it's a stalk. Good question. Mm. Right, okay, guys. We are talking about Meet the Robinsons directly after this, and that will be released tomorrow, Monday the 5th, so you can watch Boris's announcement and then listen to our podcast. I'll do it <laughs> the other way around if you like. Um, and then we've got the Disney the, trivia show. They both contain up. a character with fuzzy blonde hair. <laughs> yes. There you go. Yeah, one's neater than the yeah, other. Yeah, one of them's slightly better kept. Mm. Um <laughs> And then we've got our quiz that comes out the first and third Monday of the month. Don't forget to like this on YouTube. And so, I know all you guys have already subscribed, but the subscriptions going on. And we've been a little bit more prolific on things like Instagram recently. So don't forget about that as well. Come on, <laughs> we've had a flurry of activity. <laughs> flurry of Nuimo. I'm not quizzes. sure prolific's the word, but. <laughs> no, none of us are really Instagram Present. people, but we try. We try. We do. There's, there's photos up there. <laughs> okay. Good. All right then, guys. Thank you very much for joining us. We will see you later. Good night. Good night. Bye, guys. <laughs>